0: in these times of right where we're going through right now there was there was no uh, scenario that i could think of where especially in my small community that i could come out and ex- excel and look awesome and be a great strong business once it's all said and done if all the other businesses around me failed, And that's in a small community, realistic scenario. So my thoughts was, I'm gonna go. So I went to the restaurant. I simply just said, here, Matt, here's a $100 tab. I'm, just, I'm here's my Visa card. And I then got on social media and said, all right, guys, let's help Matt out.
1: Welcome to the Marketing Your Practice Podcast, where we guide natural health and wellness experts through the pitfalls of marketing. Each episode, you'll learn simple, effective, easily actionable, and heart-centered marketing strategies and here's your host, Angus Pike. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, friends. Welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast. You're in for a treat today, gang. We're going to talk all about how to get five mile famous with somebody who's very quickly becoming one of my most favorite people in the world, Dr. Chris Cameron. Welcome to the podcast. How are you, buddy?
0: I am great. It's always wonderful to talk to you. Uh, You always uh, kind of, Make me laugh (laughs) for some reason or another.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because of my incredible wit, uh, handsome looks, um, astute sense of humor that would make sense, really, that all those things are what make you giggle. Oh, and that's what I meant to say. Yes, that's what I meant to say. (laughs) Something about that too, and my weird Aussie mannerisms that uh, often confuse you as well. We had a discussion a couple of weeks about about what grouse means. So it was a new Mm -hmm. word for you. This is
0: true, and I, I, I apologize. I didn't mean to offend you when I thought you were from New Zealand. I apologize.
1: <laughs> yes, I've got thick skin. Yes, my, um, <clears throat> our New Zealand listeners will understand. Well, uh, you being American? Oh, that's right. It's Canadian. I get those mixed up all the time too. So, yeah. <laughs> Now, buddy, you're a chiropractor in Canada, but for our listeners that don't know a little bit about who you are, um, can you give us a little bit of a background, how long you've been in practice for, what kind of practice you have, what you love doing. And then we're going to talk all about this concept of Five Mile Famous and some of the brilliant things that you've been doing over the last few months. So give us a little snapshot of who you are, what you love doing.
0: Well, certainly uh, I'm a chiropractor. I've been a chiropractor for 20 years. And I opted to practice in a smaller town, uh, very small town. Uh, Well, not very small, about 3,000 people, drawing raiders of about 8 to 10 maybe. And uh, I've been there for 20 years. Loving the small town. I mean, I, I prefer to be in a small town. I like the small town feel, the connections that you have with everybody. It's uh, it's really easy to, you know, it's, it's one of those places where you know what you say the wrong thing and word travels really fast. We say the right thing and it travels just as fast too. So uh, I, I love being in a small town. General kind of, kind of practice uh, um, being in a small town you kind of do a little bit of, of everything. Uh, so whether it's between uh, um, family care, uh, whether it's, athletes uh, it's kind of more of a generalized package practice but i really enjoy working with uh, headaches and migraines if i had to say that especially that's my specialty
1: i've never asked you this question have you ever had any other chiropractors work with you or has it always been a solo practice
0: it's always been a solo practice yep uh, uh, but just uh, kind of more of the, 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 the simpleness of it um everyone always says oh you should get someone in there you should get an associate with you but i just like the simplicity of of just not having to deal with all that stuff as I get older, that might change. But uh, um, so far I'm, I like the simplicity, the simplicity of it.
1: Mm. I'm yet to talk to anybody who, you know, when they bring on a new practitioner, that it's not more work, certainly for the first 12 months. That's, that's if you're doing it right. I've got plenty of practitioners that kind of bring somebody else in there, ignore them and leave them. But very rarely is that kind of a success in any way. So um, yeah, I'm not always a fan of telling people, "Yeah, yeah, you need to get another practitioner in. So um, it's often not profitable. It's a whole bunch more effort and energy, and all those kind of things there too. And there's a lot to be said for simple. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Just uh,
0: just myself, one staff, and that's all we. Oh, that's all we do. We run we run one staff, just me, for the last fifteen years. It's been the same staff member.
1: Yeah. yeah, and she's lovely too. I've seen because you've had her in different videos that you've made um, <laughs> as well, which yeah. is 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 neat. So I want to talk about this concept today of five mile famous, which um, came from I think the great Dean Jackson, who is a wonderful marketing guy, and I uh, you're going to hear me saying it more and more in the coming months because I think it it matches in very much what we should be trying to achieve as you know local health practitioners. So you know if you've got a Pilates studio, a chiropractic practice, a dentist practice, you, you don't need to be famous. The, you know people are not travelling from across the state. You know the fact of the matter is is that if we look at our practice. Most of the people that come and see us come within that five-mile radius, and most probably within a three-mile radius. Back in March of this year, when uh, COVID uh, entered into our lives and things started to go into shut down, at that time there, I was reaching out to through the podcast um, to my coaching group, which you're a part of, and saying, "Now is the time for you to be." doubling down on the way that you're looking after the people in your community, doubling down on the content that you're sharing with them, reaching out and trying to help people more. Now, you probably more than anyone that I work with took that um, bit and you just ran with it and you did some extraordinary things. What was it when I started to reach out with you and and said, you know, start doing more? Many people were really scared about that and they wanted to do less. Um, How did that come across to you when we talked about doing more, what was it that allowed you to kind of go, right, I'm stepping things up?
0: Uh, well, it, it came down to me was that uh, I just thought if, if I stop, then I'm not just not going to grow, I'm going to completely shrink. Mm. Um, everybody ar- around me was very, uh, Everyone was squ- we, were, we were all scared, we were all uncertain. We, uh, we didn't know what was going to go on and uh, besides myself and my office manager, you know, we were the only ones who were positive. And we were like we're, we're going to create a little bit of a sanctuary here, uh, in our office, for at least when we're for the people we're able to see. We were obviously we were on on emergency uh, care only, but uh, we, we wanted to create a sanctuary. So we wanted to get our message out however we could, and the only way that that was possible was really through uh, virtual. And so uh, and and you've been telling me virtual. Well, you're in Australia. I'm in Canada. We've been we've been coaching back and forth and doing this for for over a year now. Um, I just I had to go virtual. It was The only way I could do, and video was the the best way. Now, had I not been with you the previous year, that might have been a whole different story because at that time I was like I feel comfortable in front of a camera. I have no problem uh, just getting out. The done is better than perfect. Just banging one out. Uh, so uh, that was the, the for me it was like, it was either grow. Or, or, or basically die. I mean, I, I don't know where I would be right now if I hadn't uh, done all that stuff.
1: Because mm, it's interesting, because coming into January and that month prior, I mean, you were having record new patient numbers. Like we were throwing each other virtual high fives back and forwards because you'd started to get this wonderful momentum that had, um, because even before us starting to work together, y- you had been making some videos, but you'd never really done anything consistently had you not you'd be kind of here there you know that was one of those things that had been difficult for you
0: 100 percent. i was what i think many of us in in the profession are is that i was very reactionary things are rolling things are going good i would slow down i take my foot off the gas and then oh geez things aren't going as good as i thought put the foot back on the gas and be very reactionary uh whereas you got me into the mentality of you know what just keep plugging along, whether on good times or bad times, just keep sending out your message. I think you, you use the
1: analogy of farming versus hunting, you know, like just always plant a new crop. Mm. Yeah. It's the analogy in terms of, I think, how we need to look after our practice. It's so in line with the same conversations that we're having with our patients all the time. And, you know, me still being in practice, every week I'll have a patient tell me, oh no, stop doing those exercises because I started to feel good. And they know that that, that that's the wrong approach. But we do this in our practice. Or the flip side of it is, is that people will say, oh, no, I tried videos and it didn't work. And then my next question is, tell me more about that. Like, what did you try? And sometimes I had a conversation just last week with a gal. She goes, yeah, I made three videos and it didn't work. I mean, that's ridiculous. And she she giggled at it. When I called her out on it, she kind of saw the irony of it you know, the fact of the matter is that nobody's going to get healthy from going to the gym three times. Nobody's going to get healthier for just eating well for three days. You know, that, that real health comes from, you know, consistency and kind of really dialing in there too. I want to talk um, today about uh, two things that I saw you really initiate beautifully during COVID. Um, and one of them was this concept that you did, because uh, I, I want to go back because you talked about, <clears throat> excuse me, that you wanted to create a sanctuary for your community during COVID, and I'm can, I think one of the reasons that you've had such success is that your genuine care and love and generosity of your community it shines through. Um, it I just popped into my mind. I want to ask you too about your birthday party plan in the future as well for the kids there too. Which I can't tell you how much that moved me. I mean, if our listeners, you guys are listening to this now, I want you to just listen to what Chris is doing is he's just constantly adding value to his community. He's constantly looking for ways that he can serve people. And does it come back to him? Yes, tenfold as, as well. So tell us about the beginning of the gift card process and the putting it on Dr. Chris's tab and how that all went through, where that has led to, um, and let's unpack that.
0: Okay, well, uh, so, well first of all, I am, I'm, not, uh, I'm not a creative individual. I don't have a lot of great ideas myself. But one thing I do feel that I'm good at is I'm good good at uh, swiping and deploying, okay? Someone's got an idea, ask permission from them. Can I use your idea? Take the idea and go, uh, as I've I've done with you in in many cases, with many of your great ideas. And so the the gift card idea um, came from, uh, I'm also part of a group called Black Diamond Club. And uh, um, they are from multiple different businesses and kind of they all get together. And they had uh, this idea of these gift cards. Uh, And I I took it and ran with it and I I made my own little tweaks to it. But uh, the campaign, do you want me to go into the campaign? Yeah, Um, let's, let's,
1: because I think this is something that uh, practice, you haven't missed the boat on this. So if you guys are listening to this now, you haven't missed the boat on this and you should do what Chris has done. It's called modeling is that you just, you know, swipe and borrow, swipe and implement. You know, there's nothing new in this world. Uh, Put your tweak on it, which Chris has, which is perfect. So yeah, let's get right into the kind of the weeds.
0: Okay. Uh, well, basically what this, this campaign looks like is I first, I started off with just a restaurant in town and it came out when the idea was that, you know, uh, and, and my thought process on, on this, which I think a lot of us small businesses can, 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 thought, can wrap our head around is in these times of right, what we're going through right now is there was, there was no uh, scenario that I could think of where, especially in my small community that, I could come out and excel and look awesome and be a great, strong business. Once it's all said and done, if all the other businesses around me failed and and that's in a small community, realistic scenario. Uh, so my thoughts was, okay, I want to get out there and I'm going to go. So I went to the restaurant. I simply just said, you know what, here, Matt, here's, here's a hundred dollar tab. I'm I'm put here's my visa card, put a hundred dollars down. And I then got onto social media and said, all right, guys, Let's help uh, at Maddow. Uh, I mean uh, we're we're all having tough times. Have one meal uh, have, have a meal out uh, off of the family. so they put it on Dr. Cameron's tab, and if you spend X amount of dollars, you're going to get in his, in this first case ten dollars off of your your meal, and that's grown from there. And the idea was to bring people out of their house and go to a small business, spend money there, and then also the incentive was, okay, you're going to get a bit of a discount. So it's not as hard in your family, your pocketbook right now. And I put that up through social media, the the town uh, accepted it. Well, after uh, it took me about, it took about four weeks of doing this. So putting a hundred dollars down at every, every different small business for four weeks before it started to get, catch some, some momentum. Mm. And then other people started, it was like, Oh, well, geez, I'm doing good. I got a job here. I'm gonna put $10 more down. So some of the tabs would actually grow because the community was getting around it. Now, from a from a a purely selfish business purposes there, I mean, that just got me in notoriety in town. It wasn't my reason why I was doing it, but it came back on me uh, tenfold, and um, people were recognizing me around town. Uh, they were saying thank you, you know. People started calling me and asking me, you know, what, how can we help out? How can we get involved with it? And it just snowballed and snowballed down. I think now we're on week 11 of doing it and uh, um, like newspapers picked it up and it's just been a really good community lifter.
1: Mm, because very early on the local kind of business group picked it up and then they started to share it out with their crowd also didn't they yeah? Yes
0: yeah yeah.
1: And you actually paid to have these boosted out as well is that um, am I right in saying that? I would yes, yes. Um, I, I would boost them out and
0: now because I've got 11 or 10 previous businesses so part of the arrangement was as I went along I said okay you know what you know what every time you see one of these you know I I helped you guys out go ahead and help one of your other businesses out so everyone who's who I've I've done a tab with they're also sharing it so now I've got 11 businesses sharing it plus the overall kind of business community sharing it so uh it just it's kind of grown on a life of its own and Right now, my intention is to continue doing this through until at least I've committed to at least into the end of August. Uh, uh, I can see it probably going farther than
1: that. Mm. I, I, you didn't, you didn't in all our conversations about this, you hadn't articulated to me that very beginning kind of reason why, which is, it's if my practice is succeeding but the rest of the town is going broke, then my practice won't succeed. Um, it's as you kind of said that it was like. Of, of course, that it makes sense that, you know, we all need to be doing, particularly in a small town or in any community for that matter too, you know, if if a significant part of the community is not well, then the community is, is, is not well. So let me summarise this for our listeners in terms of, because if some of the, Chris would put $100 on the tab at a local business and pick anyone. Like, you know, if there's other businesses that you work with, if there's a coffee shop next door, who's struggling in town? Chris went into the business. He grabbed his phone, selfie style. He introduced, he said, here I am at Bill's pizza restaurant there too. I put a hundred dollars on the tab. If you're looking to have a great pizza, then come on down here. When you and your family spend 30 bucks or more, then be sure to put it on Dr. Chris's tab and we'll take 10 bucks off for you. So keep this community up and busy over and out. Dr. Chris, like that was in essence, that was kind of what you did. Yeah.
0: It was. And there were even times where like, obviously it was social distancing. I mean, you know, <laughs> trying to, I mean, there, was, yes. there, there would be six people behind me. Sometimes we'd have wind going and it was just like, it was like really poor quality sometimes with the wind and that stuff or, or a, a big semi-truck would drive by and that and you'd be like, so it, it, was, it had nothing to do with, with quality. It was just all no. about, uh, um, I don't even know how many people actually watched the videos. After a while, they were, oh, okay, they probably just saw it. Okay, great. And then saw there's a promotion there and it, 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 it worked out well.
1: I think that's a really great point for all of us, myself included, because there is this push. You talked about at the beginning that another one of your things that you've really taken on is done is better than perfect. And trying to set these videos up with lighting and tripods and microphones and all those kind of things adds another element to it. Um, it you're right. It was often the person was way back behind you because you were trying to do that. But what, what was so overwhelmingly obvious about these videos was the authenticity and the generosity, and the other thing too, Chris, the novelty of it is, was fabulous. After Chris did those things there too, he then invested, not only did he give a hundred bucks to the restaurant, but he then invested his own money. How much did you spend about a week on boosting them?
0: Uh, I started off with, in the beginning, just uh, $7 a week, and then I, I changed that to the same strategy that he do before. I was like, a dollar, well, sorry, in Canada, it's a dollar fifty a day. Uh, yes, with our crazy conversion, um, so a dollar fifty a day with just general audience, and then a dollar fifty a day with my warm audience. So it's like three bucks a day uh, for seven days.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that's the other thing too. So uh, I'm so keen to get the message out there to our listeners because when we think about. Facebook and Instagram advertising, so many people are under the misunderstanding that they need to be spending 50, 60, 100 bucks a day, and you just don't. The, the minimum that you can spend, I think here it comes out about $1.20 a day, Aussie, $1.50 a day over there, but you can reach an extra five, 600 people. Um, you know, yes, if you spend $50 a day, would you reach more? But if you can reach an extra 500 people, 300 people, that's, that's worth doing it. So Chris has done this and then you've gone from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant. When you were doing this, it, did you just, did you contact the restaurant beforehand? Did you just kind of go in there? What was your strategy for setting this up?
0: Uh, well, for me, even though being in a small town, I mean, a lot of people knew of me, like they, mm. they recognized me, but I really didn't have a strong presence in the community. Like I wasn't like the, the network guy, networking guy where I was in and around with everyone. I was kind of i kept to myself so i just i went on to facebook messenger and i literally just said hey so and so my patient told me that uh great things about you uh this is what i'm doing uh do you mind if i if i buy a hundred dollar gift card from you for you and and promote you i just basically told him what i was doing Mm -hmm. and that was the first three or four after three or four and and certainly now um i don't have to explain at all what i'm doing there people are generally like uh those oh well okay yeah oh i know you i saw you around town yeah this is great and they know exactly what i'm doing and there's no explaining whatsoever
1: i had a um i had a realization just yesterday i was uh, organized i was doing a podcast and i had this realization that really great marketing is invisible You, you, you don't see it one of the reasons why we so many people have a really lousy um, relationship with marketing is because bad marketing is really obvious and it makes us feel terrible and we get annoyed by it. So we've all had the annoying phone calls. We've all had the pushy salespeople and it's what drives most of us away from marketing and going marketing is pushy and sleazy. I don't want anything to do with it. The marketing that you're doing now and this style of stuff, and we'll talk about, I want to kind of touch on two really key Um, influencers that get driven really from that too is completely invisible. Like nobody sees this as marketing and maybe even some of our listeners are going, well, how is this kind of marketing? It's what I love about it. So it triggers two really important things there as as well. One of them is this idea of reciprocity. So when you're starting to um, give to a restaurant, for instance, you give them a hundred bucks And then of course, when you say back to them, hey, listen, can you share this with your social media platform? And then when you see me doing it with the others, can you share it with them? That concept of reciprocity is almost impossible to ignore. We've all been given a gift from somebody and then we feel this sense of debt that we just kind of have to repay it as well. And then the second sense there is this idea of likability. Like it's hard not to like a guy that's going around and giving their money uh, over to businesses to help them getting up and going now, when it comes to, when people are wanting to make a buying choice, so our listeners might be thinking, well, what's this got to do with someone coming into my chiropractic practice, my dentist practice, those kind of things there too. We think that people come and see us for logical reasons, but they don't, they come and see us for emotional reasons and then they'll justify it afterwards logically. We're going to go and see the person when we're making a buying decision, we go and see the person that we see popping up all the time. If I'm seeing Chris on social media, if I'm seeing him in all different platforms, particularly not just Chris on Cameron Family Chiropractic, but I see him on Bill's Restaurant and this and back and forth there too. That likability uh, is the number one reason why we choose somebody. We choose the guy that we like, the gal that we like there too. And this process through here uh, is the exact ingredients that leads to Five Mile Famous and I was saying before we got on here too, with with you keeping this up throughout August and then continuing to build onto that, you'll have such momentum there that you'll be uncatchable as far as being the person of influence in your town. it, like from then on, everyone will be just be compared to you as 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 well. So, what I, I want to what allows you just to keep on going because you kind of did it once there too, and then you're four weeks into it, then you're eleven weeks into it too. What do you think it is about you that with this process here, why haven't you stopped yet?
0: Um, it, it's 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 kind of interesting in the sense that I never thought it would be this way. But one of the things that I really like about it. I actually just like the feeling that it gives me of helping the yeah. community. Like, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not in it for glamor or recognition, but Hey, it's, it's a heck of a nice feeling when someone says, Oh, I know you, you're relevant to me because you helped my business out and I get acknowledgement for that. I'm like, that's a nice thing to do. So that that's one thing that will keep, keep me going. But the other thing, what you said earlier is you said, uh, how is this marketing? So, I did all this through uh, COVID, so I mean, I couldn't market. I mean, I I mean I could, but there's, the doors were, were basically closed. You know, there's no, there's no point in, in, in marketing there. So, but it's created this recognition and this likability that you were saying, this awareness, so that now, as of a few weeks ago, the doors open fully for us in, in Canada, that we can now go back as long as we follow our, our social distancing, we can go back in, in full business. So now... In a week or two, when I'm gonna to start to 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 do the things that you taught me before, as far as okay, now it's time to to, to ask. Now now you can ask because I'm relevant. I mean, mm. they, they know who I am. I did not realize, and this is an eye-opening for me, how many people did not know me? I've been in, in this small town practicing for 20 years, mm. and they're like, Oh, um, I didn't know you. And and my practice is I don't know what you have down in Australia, but like, uh, uh, do you guys have Starbucks in, in Australia?
1: They're just coming back. We had them here for a little while and we ran them out of town, but they've come back again. Okay.
0: <laughs> but so I have a, I, I, uh, there's a, a coffee shop right beside my, my office, which is like, it's Tim Hortons, it's like the, a really busy one. And people drive through that every day and they drive right by my sign and they're like, I don't know who you are, who are you? Now I'm relevant because I've helped them out. Now when they see my, my actual ask to come back in, they're like, oh, I shouldn't say. I am assuming they will see this because now that now that I am relevant, they will then say, "Okay, well now I can now we can actually make something tangible out of this uh, in in the end." So, uh, but I don't know if I answered your question. Don't. No,
1: it's it's perfect, <laughs> and I think it. I think it's important to um uh, to realize is that, you know. At, Absolutely. There's an emotional reason. You know, the emotional reason that people are making decisions is the same one with you now as well. Yes, it makes sense for your practice and all those kind of things, but emotionally that it feels good. Damn right. It feels good to help people. And, you know, we love, you know, the social studies have shown again and again that most healthy people enjoy giving more than receiving. You know, it's one of those things that's hardwired into us as well. It'll be interesting because I think we need to have another, this conversation again in a couple of months time when things open back up again, if we were to kind of look at the marketing relationship, you're very much in the dating phase at the moment. If we, if we said that marriage was the phase that when we got somebody actually come into our practice or our studio, the big mistake that so many of us make is that we go for marriage too early and we end up with rejection. And of course, had you been putting ads out there now saying, uh, hey, listen, COVID's opened up or for a little bit there too, you know, I'm going to half my initial consultation rate come and see me. Now, even if they were able to come in and see you, there's going to be less people that are going to do that because you're invisible to them. And there's no reciprocity. And even though that you haven't given these people, uh, even if they didn't go in and take advantage of your $10 gift card there as well, there's a community reciprocity that's there this guy's out there doing something nice. And so you can bet, and with absolute confidence, I say this, that there's somebody that's walking down the street with one of their buddies and their buddy goes, man, my back is sore. I've got some headaches. Then go, have, have you seen Dr. Chris? Like there'll be no other person in town that they can choose with that too. So I'm in these coming weeks as we then start to advertise to these next people, because you Talked, you mentioned a word before that I want to kind of elaborate for our audience. You, you mentioned the concept of a warm audience. Can you tell our listeners what's a warm audience? What did you mean by that? And then we'll talk about what our plan is with that warm audience um, down the track.
0: It's uh, my 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 thoughts about it, whether it's true or not is that just someone that I'm actually relevant to that someone that they've seen me, they've engaged with me uh, in some fashion, so they they know me. I'm just not someone putting some random spam into their in their Facebook feed or their email box saying, Hey, come and join my 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 discounted offer. They actually know me and, and, and hopefully like me and trust mm. me uh, a little bit more than what they were before.
1: Mm. So you you mentioned that you because you're advertising you're spending a dollar fifty a day to cold people and you're spending a dollar fifty a day to warm people. How are you able to spend that dollar fifty a day to warm people? That's what I'm tell our listeners about. Okay, so,
0: yeah, this is going back to something that uh, on pretty much day one that you, you, you showed us how to do in your community influence program, um, how to actually, and I never knew this, and I'm sure everyone who, who uh, I'm a little slow on this, but like, I would go on to Facebook or whatever, and um, I would start getting all these pop-ups of like kids' toys and that stuff because my wife was shopping on Amazon and buying all these Christmas toys. So <laughs> there was, I was being retargeted. So you showed us a way where we could actually, put some things into our Facebook feed that would, if someone's watched our video, we could say, okay, I want that person to watch my, watch my next video. So uh, mm. that's what I mean by warm. And that was, yeah, that was day one on, on your community influencer program, where you showed us how to do that. So, mm. uh, so my dollar 50 I'm spending is not just going to randomness. It's actually going to someone who actually has a little bit more interest in me.
1: Yes. And that's how we'll feel that for people in Chris's community or go, Chris is everywhere like everywhere I look, Chris is there. And, and yes, Chris is everywhere, but he's following you around. And it it is really easy to set up, you know, the ads manager in the background, if you just head on over to YouTube and, you know, how do I set up a warm audience, the warm audience that we've set up with Chris, are who are people that come and have a look at his Facebook page? Who are people that have watched at least 10 seconds of some of his videos? So they've got past because obviously Facebook will auto play them. We want somebody to engage them with a little bit there too. And then who has, excuse me, who's gone over to his website and had a look there. So I think they're the three main groups. Did you, did we end up uploading your email address as well?
0: I did get that uploaded. Yeah.
1: Yes. So he's Chris has uploaded his email address as well of the patients that come and see him. So it's continuing to stay relevant for them. That's a really important. So we group all those people together and that's a warm audience. And Chris is spending a dollar a day to make sure that he's in the front of mind of those, which kind of brings us back to something you said at the start. We needed to have a process that was having a stay relevant for our existing patients as well. So we they just, otherwise we'd become invisible. And when the time comes back to open again, they've just, lost they've forgotten about us those kind of things there too and so that's an important part of what chris is doing at the moment dollar a day on new people and then once they engage with one of his videos you can kind of imagine them going from the bucket of new people into the bucket of of warm audience they've engaged with him in some way as well so that's kind of what the gift card process looks like one of the things that you're just in the early days was there anything that you want to add to that sure.
0: well actually one thing that i think would actually be a, a value to was the tweak that we added onto it was now every single person that we did a, a campaign with, uh, a gift card campaign, I then down the road set up. Okay, let, let's do an interview. So we got on, a, on like a, uh, a. You showed me how to use eCam, and we did an interview virtually. And I just basically said that we talked. You talked me through this whole whole process. You know what? Uh, you know what? Stick a, we call it two minutes around the town. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you, you recognize that? That was your idea. Uh, and I would do an interview with them, and and basically. It's got nothing to do with me. I don't even talk about me. The only th- reason they even know it's me is because it says Cameron Family Chiropractic in the in the feed. They talk all about them. What their what's what their their specialty is. What got them into business. What got them uh, mm-hmm. why a small town. All about them, and then at the end they say, "Okay, well we're gonna do you know like, comment, share this 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 video," and now all of their audience just became part of my warm audience because mm-hmm. they see me beside someone they know and like, and they're like, oh, well, I guess it can't be that bad. Uh, he likes, he's friends with someone that I like. So it, it's, it's re- that's again, really grown the, uh, the warm audience. And the third part about that is I've had some people that have been like, oh yeah, I wanna interview you next week. Mm-hmm. Or oh, we gotta do this, we gotta do this. And those are the people which has really narrowed down my focus of people I wanna work with in the, in the, in the future. Because there's people in the community which I've gone and done this stuff, not asking for their help in the, in the past. But if I've set up an interview, got them notoriety, bought gift cards with them, and they don't even turn around and say, "Oh, I want to work with you," you're not someone that I want to waste time with in the future trying to build a relationship because you're just not a referrer. You're not you're not someone that really wants to to work with someone else. So, um, so that's the extra tweaks I've added on that. And uh, so, and that again. I can't take credit for that. That also uh, came from a uh, uh, black diamond club. So I, I don't want to steal someone else's information.
1: Yeah, look, the crew of, cause we've had Billy Chow, Billy and Sean and Lacey from the black diamond club there too. Um, you know, great friends of mine. Billy was the MC at my wedding and has been one of my dearest friends. They're, they're really sharp operators. The black diamond club, if you haven't checked it out, should be something that you should check out there also. The, the steps that you're going through at the moment are something that I like to call the Oprah effect. And when we think about Oprah Winfrey and the amount of influence that she has globally now um, has all come from her interviewing interesting people and asking great questions. And whilst she comes up and shares her own content now, what got her famous to start with was interviewing other people. And then she's been able to parlay that And we'll talk about kind of the, I want to chat about some of the other videos that you're doing at the moment. And I really want to encourage our listeners. In fact, uh, there's a podcast episode. It'll be in the early one thirties, I think, which I called the Oprah effect where I kind of go in step by step, how to do some of this stuff and you're implementing it beautifully. So along with, um, the interviews that you're doing of some of the local restaurants as well. The other thing that you're doing and starting to set down is to set yourself up as the gatekeeper with regards to all things health. So you've also started to interview, so we've got our two minutes around the town, but you're also starting to interview other like-minded kind of health practitioners. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Cause those interviews are a little longer and what they're going to be like and how you're going to go about those. Yeah. Well, as you
0: know from talking to me, I'm a little long-winded in the best of times. Uh, I don't know if I've actually done a two minutes around the town yet. They're more like uh, 10 minutes around the town. Um, but uh, yeah, so these have come along. So we've got uh, a CrossFit gym in, in, in our community. Uh, we've also got uh, some, some uh, nutrition and uh, like a healthy cleaning company in that. So we just do interviews and same kind of framework. But then I say, okay, can you give, my, give the audience a, uh, your, your best tips on you know, natural cleaning or on a healthy meal or how can they uh, keep working out at home through this whole period of time. And uh, um, it's it's been a, a nice kind of connection with, with them uh, in a sense that, you know, I, I think we talked about this in the beginning or or, or we were part of a conversation in a group, co- a group coaching of someone else where, you know, this whole kind of imposter syndrome. And I was always like, who am I to say this information, all that stuff? but with doing all this stuff, it's like it's not me it's not my knowledge. it's not me saying that, oh look at me i i am I am greater than everyone else here. It's just me kind of like just sitting in there and letting them say their say their thing, so um yeah it's it's been helpful with that, so uh
1: mm. yeah. You're so wonderfully humble, buddy, and you know each week because Chris will get an amazing testimonial from somebody, or he was in the newspaper recently, and there's a great little video. And um, I said, you, you, you should share that video out with your patients and let them know. He said, like, Ah, oh, now that will come across. I'm like, No, buddy, they will. They'll love you. You're doing great things in the community. You know, you're your own little kind of Robin hood you're not really because you're not really stealing for anybody you're you you you're, you're, you're really doing great things and yes you should share that but uh, you know one of the things I really love and admire about you is just how incredibly humble you are the, the other great thing about this process meeting new practitioners and building a referral network in around your town is really laced with awkwardness for so many of us like how do you go and kind of I've always found it awkward just hey you know, ringing up the local naturopath, I just thought we could kind of get together and, you know, have, it. it's just, it's full of just awkwardness for me anyway. I know lots of people are kind of better socially than I am, but the immediately when you spin things around and you ring up somebody, that's a complete stranger that says, Hey, listen, I, I do interviews with local health practitioners. I'd really love to find out more about your CrossFit gym. I'd love to find out who you love working with. And I'd love to have you share some of your best tips about, Um, how people can keep on exercising while at home. I'll video this. I'll come down to you there. And then I also um, boost this out and advertise it out to the community. Is that okay? Like, who's going to say no? Um, And then you and I started to talk about recently, how do we then have this so that they actually start to promote it as well? And if you video that in a way, and if I was interviewing Chris, the local chiropractor, And I can have Chris sharing, you know, one of the questions I would ask Chris is, Chris, who do you love working with and who do you get great results with? Um, And Chris might say, look, I love working with people with headaches. I get fantastic results with this. I've got, you know, I do one, two, and three. And if I package that little video up, if I make Chris look really great and I give it back to Chris there too, you can bet that Chris is going to share that. He's going to share that with his entire audience. His entire audience is going to see me interviewing Chris. And now all of a sudden, there's more marketing being done for me and my dental practice, chiropractic practice, yoga studio as as well. So, as we start to see here, what's really great about this, because you've got your two minutes around the town, you've got these interviews happening there too, and then into that too, the other one that, that you you've got these great little testimonial videos that you do now that are also super authentic, um, really natural as well, and they're the kinds of videos that are being shown to um, you know, those warm audience. So they see you down at the local shop doing those great things. And then all of a sudden, you know, here's some person saying, man, I've, I've just never felt better. I, I used to have this, now I'm able to do this, all those kind of things there too. So um, there's so many different bits and pieces going there. So are you going to say something? No, 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 no. No, so there's so many great things that you've kind of bounced off here. I, I kind of, there's, I want to touch on something for our listeners now too. Chris has been working really hard at this for 12 months. And in fact, I, I, I don't want to be cheeky here, but I'm not going say that you've been working really hard. You've been working really consistently at this. I think that's a better word there too. The challenge that will come with some of our listeners is that they will try to emulate what you've done in the next two weeks and they'll get overwhelmed and stressed and go, this is all too hard. But when you start to build little steps like this, um, you know the results can be stunning. What's kind of next for you? Where where are you going with all of this?
0: Well, I'll I'll, I'll say this uh, in the sense that uh, as far as overwhelm is concerned, and uh, I'm not sure if I should say this because I might get you in trouble with Lauren. So I hope I don't get you in trouble <laughs> here. But uh, <laughs> he's like you're getting all red now. You don't know where I'm going to go. Um, but basically, what I did is that this was. I mean, like I said, I would. You were so gracious and kind that. I would literally get on on, on, a, on a Zoom call with you and I'd say, okay, here's my problem. I don't know what my next step is. I don't know what to do here. Uh, I'm not sure. And we would sit on a, a half an hour uh, uh, call and uh, you, you would point me in the right direction and then, okay, all right, I've got over that hurdle and I, I could go forward. I think if I didn't have that sounding board where I could say, this is my problem and you see it from a different perspective or with experience and say, do this, I probably would have, quit a long time ago, and all honesty, honestly, uh, because I just didn't know where to go. Um, so um, where am I going to go next? Uh, I don't know. I'll probably find out our next call. <laughs> I, you know, I always have an idea. I want to go this way. And we talk and we kind of, we end up doing that way plus three other ways. So uh, um, yeah. So yeah, well, I, I don't think that uh, I could have carried through on all this stuff. Not, not looking back at it now, I don't think it was hard at all. Right no. now, when I look back on it, but at the time, I was like, "Oh crikey, what am I gonna?" Do? Uh, I was an like, algebra. Oh crikey, uh, what am I? What am I gonna do here? What am I gonna do next? And you were able to help me out. So,
1: yeah, and thank you for that. I always have. One of the things I always enjoy working with you is that your speed of implementation is is great, and not. I, I think sometimes, gang, we all benefit from um, a level of accountability. And whether that's uh, somebody that you work with, whether it's you know one of your buddies that says, "Here's what I'm going to do," uh, you know, I, I'm, uh, can you help hold me accountable to that? Uh, there's some some great benefits with that too. The truth of the matter is, you know, from my point of view, is we'll just be doing more of the same. This is the, this is the interesting thing for us as human beings, is that we all want to, we all want new like what, what, what's, what's the next new thing and the success that will continue to come from your marketing practice, which is just so, you know, in essence, what I want you to see gang is that Chris is just really consistently sharing videos out with his community. And I've spoken with you in previous episodes that there are three types of videos that you should be making. There are Uh, transformational videos. Chris is great with this. We says, listen, these are three sorts of foods that you should be eating if you want to decrease your inflammation and help your body heal better. Another video might be, if you've got migraines, try these five things or here's the proper way for you to kind of think about sitting posture. These are transformational videos because they help to get people one step closer to a health outcome they're looking for. Of recent, over the last couple of months, Chris has been doubling down on what we call connection videos. Now is the time for connection videos because we're starving for connection videos. Connection videos are about uh, um, letting people see behind the curtains, showing your values, showing who you are, being generous. That's what Chris is doing with this whole kind of campaign um, the interviews, particularly the two minutes around town their connection videos, the interviews with the other health practitioners they 're a little bit transformational, a bit connection too the third type of video, which we will really drop into probably in four weeks time is promotional videos. This is a promotional video which will be <clears throat> something along the line of Dr. Chris here. So many of you, I bet I've got more tension in your back and neck than ever. And why is this? Because you've been working from crazy home workstations, the bed, the couch, uh, uh, you name it, the kitchen table there as well. And these are all horrible for your spine there as well. For the month of August, we're taking our normal initial consultation as a way to help you get back on track. And we're going to half it. So come in and have your spine checked. Any x-rays that are necessary there as well. Thorough initial consultation. Let's get you back on track. Click the button below to make an appointment right? That's what it'll look like. So that's a promotional video. It's a very clear call to action that will have in it. And we will only show that promotional video to people that are in your warm audience. We don't want to show it to strangers. We want people that already know, like, and trust you. That's way um, people won't be thinking, who's this dude Coming out of there, it'll be people that already like it. So that's what's kind of next for us moving forwards there, um, and it'll be continuing to do more connection videos, more transformational videos, and repackaging them and shooting them from different—not <clears throat> different angles, but finding a different angle to be saying the same thing over and over and over and over again there too. So that's that's what's coming next as as well. Um, I'm going to ask you a question here. This will be a little, uh, I, I guess this. I'm, I'm a big fan of coaching and I want to be really clear for our listeners that are listening now. I think you should all have a coach. I have a coach. Chris is a great example of, um, you know, he's mentioned a couple of groups that he's a part of the Black Diamond Club of which, you know, I'm a huge fan of Billy and Lacey and Sean. You guys should absolutely check those out there too. Um, I have a very small group coaching called Community Influencer um, of which I may or may not have spots available depending on the two. Can you can you share a little bit about what your experience inside Community Influencer has been like and how that's been helpful for you?
0: Uh, yes. Well, when you first go on to your site and, and and you look at this this what Community Influencer is, you've got a, a whole bunch of, of really good how-to, straightforward videos on how do we do kind of everything we were just talking about here. How do we get up on Facebook? How do we... How do we do our proper lighting? How do we do our, all this to actually get yourself feeling comfortable enough to, to, to get out there uh, in front of the camera? Uh, there's lots of videos in there, on how to go live, how to use software, lots and lots of that good stuff. And I think that's where most people kind of look at it. Oh, well look at all this great value. I mean, and I'll, and I'll be honest, you've got like uh, uh, summits on there about, uh, about retention and, and social media. And I haven't even been able to get to all those. There's, there's mm-hmm. no shortage of information. But I think what's really been the uh, the most important, or what I've got the most out of it, is having these uh, community influencer calls, uh, and where we can get on those calls and you know hatch out our, our problems. So what's our problem? What do we want to go towards? And you know, some of them you've got our, some like content ideas, but some of them are just Q and A. And hey, let's what's your problem? Okay, let's brainstorm as 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 a group or, and uh, on that call. Uh, that is been very, very helpful. But then the other thing, which uh, um, uh, the uh, Marco Polo app that we use, um, yes. that thing <clears> is, <throat> is, is great. Um, uh, I remember uh, a year ago so I was telling you about this cool app, just of, like some something fun to play with and that stuff. And you turn into this amazing business tool that uh, helps us all connect so that when I have my question, I can just literally open my phone up and say, Angus, this is my question. This is what's going on. Or this is what I've done, or here's a picture of something, and you being in Australia, and we got people in the states, and and uh, I think there's even some Europeans in there that Mm. uh, you know we can get these answers back. So there's a lot of it's just having access to someone who who is not afraid of to give their time and uh, and and give you answers right away. So that's been very uh, very helpful, and uh, I've been really really like that with the community community influencers. Mm.
1: It's it's most health practices, small businesses don't need, don't have the need and certainly don't have the finances to be able to have a full-time marketing person on there. You know, realistically to get a marketing person on there, that's going to be any value. You're probably 60 to 80 grand a year, probably closer to 80 grand. We don't have enough work for them for starters and the cost for that yet having somebody that you can kind of, because we have two ways, you can email me every day and I'll get back to you twice a month. We have our kind of, uh, Zoom calls where we can get on there, and you know they go anywhere between one and three hours. I stop once you stop asking questions, I stop there too. But it's funny, you're right. I'd forgotten that you were responsible for the Marco Polo app. It's, it's like a test me- text message, but it's a video as well, where you can drop on and you know someone was asking about some lighting stuff the other day. We can review each other's videos in there. Um, That's it, developing into a lovely community of help, which I want to just keep on supporting that of of because. It's nice, obviously, to get my opinion, but it's also even more valuable to get, you know, if we've got a sounding board of another 10 or 15 practitioners that kind of have a look at it there, it's, um, it's, it's great. So, buddy, I want to wind this up and I want to uh, say this. I want to acknowledge you for your speed of implementation, um, your ability to be able to implement done is better than perfect. And that never means that the stuff that you come out with is sloppy. Um, I want to acknowledge you for your ability to take really great feedback and coaching, which is, you know, even if it's just something about, Hey, I think you can do this better. Like the next video you've improved on it. You know, it, you just continue to, to do all that too, but I want to um, acknowledge you mostly just for your commitment and generosity to your community. I just, I, I love it. Um, can you finish off by telling our listeners about your plan for the birthday parties that you want to put on for the kids?
0: Um, yeah. Uh, and actually I'm with this, this, this comes from one, from a fellow, a fellow, uh, uh Aussie. He gave me this idea. Yes. Uh, his name is, uh, 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 Jamie Schwartz and, and he did this, this, this birthday party, uh, in, in, uh, in this community where, you know, he's like, you know what, all these, all these kids, uh, who missed out on their birthday because of, uh, of, of COVID, you know, they haven't had, they been able to have this party that they normally have, have their friends over and that. So, what we're doing uh, from his idea is we're going to have, we're going to get like a, uh, one of my patients like dresses up as Spider Man in different costumes and that stuff. He's going to come out there. Uh, we've got uh, um, a, a local, I think the Volunteer Fire Department. Uh, we've got, or uh, as long as we can do this with social distancing, now, we're going to have a, there's a, a company that's bringing out a bouncy castle if we can do that. We're not sure on that yet uh and you know we got uh, some local places for, uh, providing us with some uh um uh, like uh, like little cupcakes and that stuff and um uh, some goodie bags and then uh just the, the different businesses around the community they're just going to they're they're going to come out and they're going to put their, their their flyer in or whatever just for notoriety for the kids and these kids have uh, have a birthday celebration uh and, and, and do their thing and uh, uh just get some kind of a party that they 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 missed out on before uh, and again, it's for the kids, but you know, uh, it can't do anything except, uh, uh except, um, make all, all of us involved in this program look so much, uh, mm. like a great for our community.
1: Yeah. More influence, more likability. Those two things that we spoke about before. I look forward to seeing how, um, how all that goes there too, buddy. Thanks so much. I always, Always enjoy chatting with you as well today. I've chatted to you at the expense of time with my wife, which I'll spend the rest of the weekend uh, having to dig myself out of that hole there too. Yeah. Any last words that you want to finish off with?
0: Before I, I, I go, I would just want to say that there's, there's two things that if I could, I, I would recommend people. They do one, get on board with you on community influencer. I mean, <laughs> for uh, the, the, uh, um, the, 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 so inexpensive and, and for the value you give, you could easily charge much more than what you do. It's, it's just fundamental. I think if you want to get out and, and, and be have anything to do with video in your community or anything kind of social media wise or, and not come across as sleazy, then they should talk to you because uh, that was my biggest hang up is I was afraid to do all this stuff because I didn't want, I didn't want to be perceived as, as the, the as a sleazy marketer. And mm-hmm. I don't feel that way at all. You've been very helpful. And the second thing is, is that, uh, as I said before, is you uh, compliment uh, the Black Diamond Club as well. I would recommend people, those two things go hand in hand together and uh, uh, you recommended them. And I I think that those two things would be just fundamental for people wanting to uh, improve their appearance in the community.
1: Yeah, beautiful, buddy. Hey man, enjoy your Friday evening. Have a great weekend ahead. And then I look forward to uh, touching base with you sometime next week, I'm sure.
0: All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time and thank you for all that you've done uh,
1: for me in the last year and a bit. Yeah. And vice versa, buddy. See you soon, mate. Bye. Take care. Right. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.